Welcome to City on a Hill's podcast. This week's podcast can be downloaded on iTunes or our media library at chccny.com. You know, I think we just want to underline tonight um, just how absolutely necessary it is to God for his people to cooperate with him. You know, he said to Joshua, every place the sole of your foot treads, remember? Every place, Joshua, you put your foot down, it's given to you. But, okay, well, God, you gave it to us. What if the children of Israel just sat down then and said, oh, that's wonderful. You gave it to us, and they just sat down and started singing songs of victory. What would have happened? Nothing. God said, I'm with you to do my part, but you have to do your part. So they had to put their feet down in Jericho. They had to go around that wall seven times, didn't they? I mean, God said, I'll be with you. He says, I'm going to energize you. I'm going to be with you. But you have to do your part as well. And our part is to, that's a breath of faith. That's faith that says, you know, it's not just I'm accepting this with my mind. Sometimes the enemy wants to keep us just, you know, in a super spiritual kind of ethereal place where I accept it with my mind, you know, even my heart. But God says, that's not enough. You have to put your foot down. You have to walk. You have to, by faith, you you have to do something and you've got to cooperate with me. And sometimes it doesn't mean that there's not a battle involved. Look at Jericho. I mean, it wasn't an overnight, instantaneous thing, right? But we're here tonight, and all of, all of Scripture is clear. The most important thing, the most important way his people can cooperate with him is what you're here to do tonight, and that is to pray with him, to seek his face, to find his will, to cooperate with the Holy Spirit, and to let the Holy Spirit lead us tonight. Now, tonight we're going to start as our wonderful brothers and sisters lead us. Let's give them a hand. I I just so appreciate them. I do. Coming out, you know, it's just worship and praise are just so important to, to prayer, isn't it? It makes such a difference. It's just almost impossible to pray these days without praise and worship for me. Um, as when we're together corporately. Um, but brothers and sisters, you know, sometimes it's Agnes Sanford who said this, said this in a book many, many years ago. I never forgot it. Agnes said that often we start to pray before we even make the connection with God. It's like, uh, you know, walking over and starting to talk before you pick up the phone and get the other person on the other end of the phone. I mean, get, Agnes always said, get the connection. So this evening, you know, when we connect with God, prayer is supposed to be a flow of the Spirit. Remember we, I don't know if you, was it last, I don't remember when I said this, but, you know, Isaiah 40. uh, They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. There is a flowing with the Spirit of God. 
that God wants to lift us tonight in prayer. He, as we follow his spirit, um, I think that when we, you know, when we haven't really made that connection with God, we can leave prayer meetings just exhausted and we tried really hard, but maybe we haven't really let the spirit lift us um, the way he wants to. He wants to, he is the spirit of prayer. He is the spirit of worship. So I, I've asked the team that we would start to worship God and minister to him. We want to make the connection with him first. That's why we're seated in the arrangement we are now. And uh, we've kind of, you know, said, you know, forget this, the, you know, the rows of looking at just the back, uh, the backs of each other's heads. We want to, we want this to be kind of our statement that here we are, brothers and sisters, the body. Um, actually, I don't know if the Lord's table is, is um, ready, um, but we can do that if we want. Um, but we do this as a way of saying this is a body ministry. We're waiting on the Spirit of God. And the most important thing we can do is follow His Spirit. That's what we're here to do. Amen? To follow His Spirit. But to do that, we want to be in touch with Him. We want to, we want to just come and just take that time and just, you know what I mean, just connect with him and to put everything out of our, out of our minds and just lift our eyes. Lord, we just think of that, that wonderful chorus, lift your eyes to Jesus and all the cares of the world. How does that go again? Turn my eyes to Jesus. Look full. Yep. That's right. That's right. In the light of his glory and grace. And brothers and sisters, that is true. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We're just really responding to you, Father. We feel the draw of your spirit. We have such a desire, Lord, to close out the world. Lord, I'm just very aware of some of my brothers and sisters in this room tonight. Some of them raced here to get here from work. I know some have had a tough day at work. But Lord, here we are and in your presence. We just come to you, Lord, through your precious blood. We come through the waters of baptism, Lord, that we took our place as those crucified with you, raised with you, and are now even seated with you in heavenly places. We thank you, Lord, that your ascension was our ascension, and that in our ascension, our relationship with Satan totally changed. We thank you that as we, Lord, take our place with you in your finished work, we thank you that we sit with you in those heavenly places with Satan and the powers of darkness under our feet tonight. And we've come here, Lord. We've come here to love you tonight. We've come here to worship you tonight, to seek your face. Lord, we're people that long to be led by your spirit. 
we long, Lord Jesus, to hear your spirit, to know your voice, and to cooperate with you in bringing your kingdom to the earth. Lord, you've made us priests. You've made us kings. Lord, each one of us in this room can tell you. If we went around the room, we could just spend hours telling you, you picked us up. We're nothing. We've never been. We're not special people, but you picked us up. You lifted us up. You made yourself real to us, Lord. And now you ask us to join you, to join you in your, in your work of bringing your kingdom. Lord, Holy Spirit, we just give you ourselves tonight. We give you this time tonight. Lead us. Give peace to the musicians tonight, Lord. We're not here to be professional uh, 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 performers. We're here to love you and worship you as a body, oh God. So, Lord, we just thank you. Thank you that you're gonna, something's going to change because we've been here together tonight in your presence. Lord, we know things are going to change and we're going to change. So, Father, we begin tonight. Lord, Holy Spirit, help us to minister to our Lord. Help us to tell him again afresh how much we love him, how indebted we are for all that he's done. If we had nothing, if there was no heaven, we, we wouldn't be able to stop thanking you for just what you've done for us in this lifetime, Lord, for the years that we've known you. Lord Jesus, we love you, we worship you. Holy Spirit, we put on our robes of righteousness now. We take off all the sweat of the day and the curse, all the sweat that comes from the curse today, Lord. We come under the blessing because we're yours tonight, Father. We reject and, and, and command Satan and every evil spirit to go from this place. We declare this place sanctified, set apart for your holy use, O God. We're your holy people set apart for your use tonight, Lord, for fellowship with you. Lift the saints tonight, Lord, as we glorify you and touch you and minister to you. Lead us, Holy Spirit. Lead us, we pray, in the blessed and majestic and holy and wonderful and glorifying name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Let's Thank stand you, and let our brothers and sisters lead us tonight. Before I left the house this evening, I heard the Lord say to me, not in real loud voice, but a whisper, there will be angels encamped about us tonight. Now, as we are worshiping, I said, Lord, encamped. That means they mean business. They're not just passing by. They mean business for two reasons. One, we are a significant threat to the powers of darkness. That's why, one reason why they're here. The other reason is they are awaiting assignments from our prayers tonight. They are waiting in readiness to hear what God is saying through our hearts to release them into missions tonight. Amen. Father, we thank you for this time of gathering. And Lord, you are our provision, and we look to you tonight, for we hear your heart, your voice, and your mind.
tonight, Lord, to know the will of God. Thy kingdom come in this place tonight as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. can just take anything and make it central. Lord, tonight we just want to repent and say, Lord Jesus, we want to know you better. We want you, Lord. We we reject religion in every form. Lord, we're not we don't want to just be following rules. We don't want to just spend our life, Lord, just, uh, Lord, looking for gold stars. We want, to, we want to really know you, Lord. We want to be people in this place that hear your voice, that know you, that, that love you, Lord, that, know, that worship you, that have truly given you our lives. Lord, we want to see you, Lord, continue to build a people in this place. Lord, a people that really love you and love one another. Lord, we don't want the counterfeit in this place. Lord, we don't want old wineskins in this place. Lord, we want you. And we know what we're saying. And we know, Lord, that there's always a price involved. But, Father, there are people in this place. There are people in this room. We're crying out to you tonight, Lord because we want you lord we want to know you at this hour we want to be the, we want to be those that you tell your secrets to we want to be those that are ready we want to be those that are watching and praying and that are ready lord when you come back to put your foot down on the mount of olives lord jesus we want to be those that make a difference lord we want to be people of prayer in this place lord we we bless you and thank you for the angels that do surround us tonight. Lord, we thank you for every time one of your angels intervened and stopped us from having a car accident or, Father, from a a million things, Lord. We thank you for the ministry of your angels, Lord. Lord, we're here tonight as your people. We want to join you in your amazing ministry of intercession. Lord, we want to see mountains move. We want to see mountains move. We want your thoughts. We want your heart. We want to be moved by your spirit at this hour. We reject religion in every form, Lord. Lord, we bless you tonight. We bless you tonight. We worship you. Teach us how to teach us how to worship you, Lord. Teach us how to minister to you. Teach us how to wash your feet. Teach us, Lord. We love you tonight, Father. We love you, Lord. It's in this room. But I I just need a few minutes to um, just kind of tell you, I think, what I feel like the Lord put on my heart today for our meeting tonight. 1 John 3, 8 says... For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. And uh, as I was seeking the Lord about uh, tonight, I had asked the prayer team to to tell me the burdens they had on their hearts. And uh, they did that. Um, 
I, I concurred with everyone, but I felt that the Lord had something particular, specific that he had, um, he wanted us to, to pray about tonight. And he directed my mind to uh, a very familiar chapter that many of us have read over the years in this place. It's from Watchman Nee's book, Let Us Pray, and it's the last chapter, and the name of the chapter is uh, The Wearing Out of the Saints. And I felt that the Lord brought my, my attention to it, and um, you're going to get a copy of the chapter on your way out tonight if you don't have it. But um, uh, our brother just makes it uh, very plain that in the latter days, um, one of the great offenses um, of the enemy, uh, taken from a, a verse in Daniel, um, that the enemy would would do that. He would wear out the saints. Watchman, he talked about, you know, wearing out is a little gradual, a little gradual, a little at a time. And he went on to say that, that of course, the way the enemy works is he does it he doesn't want you to know it's him, and he wants you to just always assume it's natural, um, it's people. Um, he talks about the wearing out of our physical bodies, of our hearts toward God and people, our spiritual life, our time, our consecration. And uh, he goes on to talk about how the important thing is We've got to know that it's the enemy, that we will resist it. And I felt like the Lord said for us in this room tonight, as his people, the enemy is attacking us in a lot of ways, and we're not registering it's him. And that the Lord wants us to start to rise up and ask him to show us where in our lives we have accepted you know, John Eldridge calls it, we make agreements with him. Where have we made agreements with him? Uh, I don't know how, but somehow, I, I don't know Morris, uh, Mario Murillo's ministry very well, but somehow I've been getting his, Joe and I have been getting his flyers, and I, I just know that the things I've read um, have meant something to me. He talks about, uh, in this one, um, that Satan has three favorite targets, and he hits them relentlessly. He said it would be your family, people close to you, your emotions, and your finances. But he says this about he says this about your emotions. The end time war on emotions. The disasters of the last days will not primarily come from the upheavals in nature, but from the destruction of natural emotions. The end times are a battlefield of toxic messages, images of dread that produce fatigue and crippling emotions. During intense emotional pain, negative thoughts race through your mind. You analyze, rehearse, and regret and daydream about your problem. You worry, you fret, and you want to lash out. This torture can only deepen your wound. Intercept these toxic messages and replace them with powerful new ones from the Bible and your own spirit. And let me just read you quickly just another few things Watchman Nee says. Uh, because I think it's very, very pertinent to us at this hour. Um, he's talking about Luke 18 and the story about the widow that goes to the unjust judge. 
and demands vengeance. And this is what he's referring to. As the adversary evilly treated the widow, so the devil today evilly treats us believers. Who knows how much we've suffered at his hands. Of course, when he persecutes us, he neither manifests his own self nor acts directly. All his works are done through people or things. He's not intent upon showing forth himself. On the contrary, he instigates people of the world to act for him while he himself directs in secret. As the devil took upon himself a cover in the form of a serpent at his first working, so he will seek a cover each time he operates today. Owing to his concealment, God's children are often mistaken in recognizing their real enemy. Sometimes he weakens believers' bodies, causing sickness and pain. Yet the believers may regard their conditions in terms only of hygiene or fatigue without realizing the devil is at work behind the scenes. In this one respect alone, oh, how greatly do this Christian suffer at his hands. Sometimes the enemy incites people of the world to persecute believers. We are therefore attacked by their, who are therefore attacked by their communities, their friends, and family members. Yet they think that this is due to people's hatred towards the Lord. What they do not perceive is that the devil actually instigates the assaults. Sometimes the evil one works in the environment involving believers in hardships and dangers. Frequently, he will create misunderstanding among Christians so as to separate the dearest of friends and cause much heartbreak and tears. Sometimes the enemy cuts off believers from material supplies, reducing them to wants and even starvation. At still other times, he oppresses their spirit and makes them feel depressed, restless, and aimless. Or he may afflict the will of believers, causing them to lose the power of free choice and thus not be able to know what to do or he injects irrational fear into believers hearts or satan heaps things upon them to overtire them or else takes away sleep from them to wear them out or he injects unclean or confused thoughts into their mind to weaken their resistance or else fashions himself into an angel of light to deceive and to lead the believers astray it is just impossible to exhaust the list of all the works the devil does in short, the enemy will do anything which can cause believers to suffer either spiritually or physically, to fall into sins or to incur loss or damage. Unfortunately, most of God's children are unaware of the works of Satan when they suffer at his hands. Whatever happens, they attribute to the natural, the accidental, and the human, not discerning how in many natural occurrences there abides the satanically supernatural how in many accidental episodes there hides the devilish plotting and how in many human dealings there's involved the wicked maneuvers of the enemy. I'm going to stop there and you're going to receive a lot of this material. But tonight, I think the Holy Spirit wants us to begin tonight by asking God to reveal to us personally where this is going on in our lives, where we're not discerning the works of darkness, and where he's trying to, where is he tonight trying to wear you out? So maybe we'll sing, let's sing another song. And then as we, uh, as we sing and praise the Lord, let's let the Holy Spirit just uh, move through us to make our stand tonight. Uh, let's see how the Lord leads us to pray.
for your for your love and your individual attention to each one of us, to each one of your children. But Lord, your word tells us that the accuser of the brethren accuses day and night. And Lord, we recognize that he's continually trying to separate us in our mind from you through through uh, accusations and lies. So, Father, we just stand together tonight as your people. And, Lord, we just reject every single onslaught of the end. We ask you, Lord, that when we are somehow, Lord, just accepting his thoughts, uh, when he's speaking to us and infiltrating our thinking about you and trying to wear out our relationship, trying to wear out our consecration, Lord, we ask you that we will be awake and that an alarm will go off. Lord, where we're just being lulled and listening to dark voices, accusing and crippling and depressing and discouraging, bringing hopelessness on us. Tonight, as your people and as a community, we reject right now. Lord, we know your will. You came to destroy the works of of the evil one. Amen. So tonight we stand together and yes, we Lord. we reject every single accusation of Satan against us, against us as your children tonight. We repent of re, uh, make, of agreeing with the devil and all of his insinuations. Lord, we thank you when we sin there is your blood. And that you look for us to accept your blood and to get up again. You don't shame us. You don't kick us. So, Lord, tonight we just reject every single sly work of Satan that would tell us to try to cut us off from you. Try to cut us off. to, to Lord, to make us not have confidence in your presence. To tell us, Lord, to lie to us and make us feel ashamed to come to you or cut off from you. Lord, right now, we just thank you that where our sin is forgiven, Lord, we thank you because of your blood tonight. We are bold to enter your presence. We reject, we reject tonight, not only for us in this room, but for this community, Lord, for our brothers and sisters across this island. Father, we reject as we think of the powers that are sitting on our, our nation's capital over D.C. Father, the accusations, the disunity. Father, all that's coming down from the head, we reject right now. And re- we reject it as your people. And thank you for the helmet of salvation and the covering of your blood. Lord, tonight we're going to walk out of here your free people. We be- Lord, we believe you're doing something in the spirit in us tonight as we worship you. And chains are coming off. Lord, we're the- bring light to each and every mind where we've accepted lies. We reject them and cast them off tonight. Thank you, Father. But I feel like it's, it's been such a strong thing, a strong power in these last weeks. So I'm going to ask you, if you're somebody that's been particularly feeling that that spirit of discouragement has been following you around, I'm going to ask you to to kind of get up in the circle. And I think we need to, yeah, yeah. Guess how, that's, guess how come I know it. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Is there some uh, oil back there?
us. We're going to stand together now. And this was particularly where I started, where I felt the Lord led me to Watchman Nee's chapter on wearing out. And I felt, because I particularly have been feeling this myself. I've been feeling a, and I felt, that's how it came to me. I felt like the Lord said, you're not fighting this discouragement. You're just letting it sit on you. And it's what got me to the book. And it was like, oh, I am? And, you know, it's just, again, what we read. Thank you. He wants you to think it's natural. Don't you? I mean, I can sit down and give you one reason after another why I have to get discouraged, right? Can you give me yours? But it's not, oh, it's not natural. Or if it is some natural reasons, we know the devil jumps on board and exacerbates, you know, uh, a simple situation and he exacerbates it. But I do think, and Father, we're standing here tonight not just for ourselves, but we're standing in proxy for all of our brothers and sisters. And Lord, as we stand together and now we reject and refuse. Let's all do it together. I reject and I refuse every spirit of discouragement. I command it to go from me in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, sometimes I think we are tempted to be upset with God about things because, as Watchman Nee says in this book, you know, prayer is three ways. It's about, it's about you, it's about God, and it's about Satan. And sometimes, because remember the, the widow that goes to the judge, uh, you know, because of her adversary, so there we go. The, the, the story really, without the adversary, there'd be no parable and no story. It's the adversary that was um, oppressing her, right? And so it, it just became clear to me, clear again, that times that people are even tempted to be offended at God because they're forgetting that they're accepting things thinking God's allowing them. Am I saying this? Do you know what I'm saying? When in fact, it's produced by the devil. And the devil's doing it for us to think it's God so that we'll be offended at God. Does that, you know what I'm, do you know what I'm saying? So, so remember, I think in these last days, uh, and I know Mike Bickle is very strong on this. In the last days, the devil is, it'll be very important. The devil's going to try to cause us to be offended at God in in. in in ways that we've never even imagined. So, Father, we just do stand together tonight as a community. Uh, Father, for your people all over Long Island. Lord, we just take an uncovering of this, uh, of the whole matter of offenses and ask, Lord, that as your people, we will not be asleep to this kind of strategy of the evil one. And, Lord, where we're tempted to be offended at you, forgive us and give us light, Father. We recognize that sometimes with our mind that it's crazy thinking, but Lord, uh, we know what the devil's like when he, when he starts to speak to us over and over again. And, and so, Father, we ask you for an uncovering where, where there are people in this room or in this community that are tempted to be offended at you or offended at our, brother, or our brothers and sisters or even offended at ourselves and can't get over something in our lives that we can't forgive ourselves for. Lord, we're asking you that uh, you would that there'd be real light for us in this whole matter of offenses 
and that we be quick to register. This is an offense. I need to let this go. I need to forgive right now. Father, we just ask you that we would be a community that would walk in love, being very, very sensitive to the matter of offenses. In these last days, even as we heard on Sunday, many would be offended and betray one another. God, we cry out to you, Lord, that you'll protect us, that we'll be hearing you and obeying you and walking with you and walking in love with one another. Lord, that we'll be kept in these evil days from such a thing. Father, we cry out to you tonight. Keep us from being offended, Father. Keep us. podcast. For more resources, visit us at chccny.com.